one side. Six, five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engines running, commit, liftoff. Good afternoon and welcome to SWAT Radio. I'm Doug McCary of His Light Ministries. It is Thursday, February 3rd, a very special day for me because I met my wife, Lori, 41 years ago today. 41 years ago, March 3rd, 1981, in Meridian, Mississippi at a baseball game. And uh, here we are 41 years later, still together. Eight kids, six grandkids, and still moving on. So I love you, Lori. And I'm glad that uh, you're still sticking with me. But it is Thursday, guest day, and I'm excited about the guest today. I don't only have one guest today. I have four guests in the studio, and I'm excited because they're four, I guess you're all 18 years old, right? Four 18-year-olds. So combined, that's 72 years of experience, right? How about that? (laughs) Isn't that cool? So I got my daughter, Kate, Kate McCary. I have Addie. Holsey from uh, Amarillo, Texas. Yes, sir. I have Jackson Bass from Lubbock, Texas, and Owen Taylor from Indiana. Mm-hmm. And so I have these four young people who are all part of a program in Missouri called Link Year, Kennecuck Link Year, and they are fresh returning from uh, being a month out on the field and missions. Uh, that's part of the Linkier program. And so I'm just going to have a conversation with them today about Linkier, about their trips, about perspective. And I'm real encouraged at what God's doing in their life. And I'm going to start with you, Owen, uh, because uh, first of all, uh, because you look like that guy who was in the movie Now You See Me, oh, yeah, or Now You go. See It. What's his, what's his name? <laughs> Jesse... I, what's the guy's I name? The actor. Name. I can't think of his name, but he looks like the guy. Now you see it. Uh, one of the actors. He was also in the movie Facebook. He plays the same thing. Jesse Eisenberg, I think, is his name. That sounds yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. That's right. I think and so, right. so anyway, uh, Owen, tell me what has Link Year. How has it changed your life to go to this instead of going to college first out of high school? Yeah, so um, in the beginning of Link here, I um, wouldn't say I was in a close relationship or even in a relationship of, um, with God. I knew who he was, but I just, like, I didn't care, and I just wanted to, like, live for myself and do whatever I wanted to do. And it took um, a bit of stumbling and um, of, of getting in trouble at Link here to um, help point me in the right direction of that and actually um, gave my life to Christ on October 12th of 2021, so, so last year. So I gave I, Yeah, I gave my life to Christ at Link here. Wow. Yeah. So, so, but you pro- did you grow up going to church? I did grow up going to church, and um, I just my whole my family's super um, religious and very, very nice and very just like welcoming um, to me. And um, yeah, but uh, so it's made a huge impact yeah, in your life. Really, man. yeah. I just I was kind of like a loose follow growing up, and I just didn't really just um, just didn't care. I wanted to live for myself, and just felt like I was forced to be there. So I just didn't want a relationship because I felt like I was forced, but. As soon as Link Year hit, um, it, yeah, I just turned my life around completely. And and uh, Jackson, I call him Action Jackson, okay? Jackson, uh, tell people who are listening out there what Link Year is. What is Link Year? If somebody goes, hey, what? why, why should my high schooler go to Link Year instead of college? What, what does it do? 
Well, the easy answer is it's a Christian gap year program, but the long answer is it's an eight-month program where uh, students who are either in between years of college or in between high school and college uh, can go and they have the opportunity to grow in their faith. They have the opportunity to uh, grow closer in community to some people from around the country, uh, sometimes around the world. There's a girl right now from Canada, which is not that far around the world, but I mean, it gets he gives you a new perspective on things. Um, well, Canada is almost communist now. Basically, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, uh, sorry, um, we don't try to get political here anyway go ahead <laughs> go ahead all right so so yeah so what what did it mean for you like when when you came did you come from a christian background in oh, your yeah. family very dad dad was a church nazi uh every single sunday we <laughs> in were a going good to, sense right yes in a great sense okay. i mean uh every single sunday we were going to church unless three out of the five of us were sick or we were all just really tired um so you and came so, with a little different perspective, maybe, than Owen. So how did it impact you so far? Uh, my reason for going to Link Year was I did just didn't want to go to college yet. Um, and that being said, Link Year is a huge opportunity to help me further my faith because college is the biggest ministry that I'm probably ever going to face going into. Um, what was the question again? No, yeah, so so how did Link Year impact you as coming in with a – a faith already, like, you know, being a follower. It was more of turning my faith um, into an intentional relationship and a and an intimate relationship with God. And uh, the main thing is, like, getting, getting in depth with my Bible and learning how to do that and how to make it fun. Because I knew you were supposed to do that. And then also, like, changing your prayer life from a, from a monologue to a dialogue mm-hmm. to where you're— it's it's a real conversation with God that you're having, not just something you're supposed to do at meals, you know? That's awesome. Well, Addie, uh, you, what was your background coming into Link Year? Yeah, so I also had, um, I grew up in a Christian home. Um, my parents are great. I mean, we went to church every Sunday. I went um, Wednesdays and Mondays and Saturdays. Anytime that I could be at church, I was pretty much there. Um, and so coming to Link Year, I mean... Before, I didn't really know what I was doing. Um, I was kind of just going to stay home and work for my parents. Wasn't really sure if I was going to go to college. And so um, found out about it like three weeks before, I think, applied and got in. And it's been one of the biggest blessings of my life. So, so it's really ministered to you, too. Now, were, mm-hmm, you, yes, a, a, were you a follower before? Mm-hmm, yes, sir. Yeah. So I gave my life to Jesus, I think, when I was five or six. Um, so grew up in that, got baptized when I was seven. And so I've kind of grew up in that, but rededicated my life in seventh grade. And really, it became personal then. So Okay. Yeah. So what has been your biggest takeaway so far from Link Year? Wow. Um. I mean, community-wise, that's not really a takeaway, but community is just, like, that's such an answer to prayer of, like, being able to be around all these people that are spiritually um, growing me every single day and pushing me to be better and be closer with my creator. Um, And then just the accountability is awesome. But I think just the discipline of it is something that I've taken away of, like, it isn't, yes, it's optional, but it shouldn't be. Like, I should want to be up, and I should want to be in the Word, and I should want to be praying, and I should want to be pushing others towards Christ every single day and having the discipline to do that. You mean it just doesn't happen? No, <laughs> no, definitely not, which is just something that I've gotten to learn a lot through mentorship and just accountability with my friends and just um, different people at Linkier who have pushed me to be better in that and reading the word and just being more consistent in my prayer life has just hugely, it's just affected me so much. Well, uh, Catherine Grace McCary, what was your life growing up? Well, Dad, that's... <laughs> is that hard? That's what was it hard growing up with a dad in ministry and a mom who loved the Lord? 
I mean, um, <laughs> were there a lot of expectations there? You can be honest. This is I love asking. that you're looking at me, Dad. Hardcore here. Um, Poor Kate. She's grown up with the icy stare, and she's just like uh, she feels on the spot. Breathe, breathe, breathe in. Okay. No, seriously, um, Kate. Seriously, you grew up in a family where you mm-hmm. heard the gospel, but but you also grew up with a with a, a past, probably unlike I haven't asked. Owen, I met Owen's parents. I don't know that I met Jackson's. I met your mom, but uh, you grew up being adopted, and there mm-hmm. were issues with that um, mm-hmm. that that the enemy can use to. Even though you grow up in a home that teaches the gospel, so how has Link Year helped you in your faith? You <laughs> that's so many questions. Um, but growing up in a household that does have a dad that is a pastor and a mom that has dedicated her life, which is absolutely amazing. And I couldn't ask for a better family to grow up into, but there are a lot of expectations, not just from your parents, but from the church and from other, like other people in general, looking at you consistently. Um, and almost like creating this narrative of your life being perfect and your parents are saints, but reality is that we're all broken sinners who need the Lord. And that's, the simplicity of it all you mean i'm broken yeah hey dad you're a sinner you're a sinful <laughs> you person you see that outright I see okay. that you and mom and everybody else right <laughs> um but linkier really pushed me to make my faith my own for the first time in my life um linkier is associated with canica camps which is a summer camp that you go to and so grew up going to canica camps uh but canica is also just a place and it's just a camp for two weeks that i went to um but until being really pushed out on my own and being independent and having a freedom. And it was my choice to now go to church. It was my choice to like build into a community. And if I didn't have like, if I didn't have link, you're also helping me in pairing that up, but just coming from a home who had the expectation and then being able to do it on my own, it was a big eye opener because your faith just isn't your parents. It's also your own. And until you come to terms with that, you will never fully be able to comp- comprehend the gospel. Well, because I lived it with you, you had a pretty rough senior year, the last part of your senior year. Yeah, uh, I did. Did link year help you see that you're not defined by your mistakes? So <laughs> you got about one minute before we go to That's break. That's great. So a month before I was moving, I actually got caught with everything. Everything came out. Um, and so going into link year broken and already knowing my sin, it was definitely hard. And then coming into a community where it's like, Hey, look, we've all been there. There's no condemnation in it. There are consequences, but we're here to grow and teach you within this. And so it definitely has taught me that love has no boundaries and forgiveness just abounds in so many ways. And so being able to be in a community like that blew my mind and, People knowing my past but still loving me through that has been absolutely amazing. And so you're in a good community there, aren't you? For sure. Did not have that senior year at all. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, hey, we're going to go to our first break. And when we come back, um, I want to talk to you guys about um, where you just came from. Each one of you uh, came from a different place. And I want to talk about how Link Year kind of fostered that, where you went what you took away from your time uh, in the Bahamas, Alaska, and in Peru. All right. So, hey, you're listening to uh, Doug McCary uh, from His Light Ministries on SWAT Radio. I have Owen Taylor, Jackson Bass, Addie Hulsey, and Kate McCary from Link Year talking about Link Year, uh, Gap Year Program, Christian Gap Year Program, 
And when they come back, we're going to be talking about their recent trips to Peru, to the Bahamas, and to Alaska doing ministry. We'll be right back on SWAT Radio. If you'd like to contact SWAT Radio, the toll-free number is 1-844-777-7928. That's 844-777-7928 or 844-777-SWAT. You can also listen to this program through the WTRJ The Truth app from the App Store or over the Internet by accessing www.swatradio.com. We'll be back shortly for further discussion and to take your calls. We're so grateful for having people like Tom Neal Truck Company sponsoring SWAT Radio. Tom Neal Truck Company is located at 417 Edgewood Avenue South in Jacksonville, Florida. Tom Neal is a full-service franchise truck dealer for Freightliner, Western Star, Volvo, Isuzu, and Sprinter vans offering new and used truck sales, service, parts and truck rental and leasing to the North Florida and South Georgia truck market. More information on Tom Neal Truck Company is located at www.tomneal.com. That's www.tomnehl.com. Hey, welcome back to SWAT Radio. It's Doug McCary. It's Thursday, March 3rd. A very special day for me. It's the day that I met my wife 41 years ago. And I know she's listening. And I want to say it again because uh, I'm so glad that God brought her into my life. And uh, I am here in the studio with one of our daughters, Kate, and three of her friends from Linkier, Kennecuck Linkier, a great gap year program uh at kennecuck camps in missouri and it's run by adam martin and adam donier two great guys i've known these guys for a long time and i would uh, highly encourage you if you have high school children who are about ready to graduate before they go to any college send them to link here send them to link here let them get equipped before they go into that cesspool, I'm sorry, into the college program there that they're going to, because the college system today that is full of people that are going to feed a different worldview than a biblical worldview. So if you want them to have a biblical worldview before they go out into the world, going to a place like Kennecuck Link here, uh, Denton Bible Church has one. There's lots of good ones, but Kate is there at the one in Missouri with uh, Adam Donier and Adam Martin. And I've known these guys, like I said, a long time, and I highly recommend it. And for more information, you you can go to www.linkyear.com. That's www.linkyear.com. And they have a preview coming up this month, March 17th, and you can go to linkyear.com and click on uh, applying or previewing. Uh, they'll have a, a link on there for more information. They'll be happy to help you think through the process. 
And how many students, uh, Owen, do you know how many students you guys have? Um, the beginning of the year was 94. I think okay. now there's about 80, 84, 85. Because not 85. everybody finishes, 85. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. This, this, is, yeah. this is not a program that you just come in and coast along. It is a program that wants to take young people, prepare them to go out in the world to be ambassadors for Christ. with a Christian worldview, into the university system. But even if you don't go into the university system, it may be that they go to Linkier and then they go get a trade or they go out into the world. They may get married. Who knows? But you want them to have a Christian worldview, and this will be the best eight months post-high school that they can probably get. And so I want to start with you, Jackson. You and uh, Owen both went to the Bahamas. Oh, yeah. So – was this your first time to ever go on a mission trip? No, it wasn't. So you've been you've been out of the country before? Yes. When I was 13, uh, the summer of 2016, mm-hmm. I went on a mission trip to Brazil with my dad. That's okay. the only other mission trip I've ever been okay, on. Okay, but but your dad wasn't on this trip. Not, not your, your uh, earthly dad, right? Uh, yeah, right, right. So, But you were on this one kind of with your group from Link here. And what did you all do in the Bahamas? Uh, in the Bahamas, uh, our trip was very much works based. Uh, we spent, uh, the majority of our time in one of the settlements on the Island of Eleuthera in Blackwood, uh, which is a Haitian community. Most of the Haitians, what happened after hurricane Dorian and what keeps happening there, um, they live in very, very poor conditions, but they would tell us like that the conditions that they live in were very much better than the ones that they had in Haiti. That, did that blow you away? It blew me away because even then they were living in houses that were put up by pieces of plywood. Uh, so so would you say, and I know you went on a trip when you were 13, but you're 18 now. That was five years ago. Mm-hmm. And when you're 13, it, it probably doesn't have near the impact as when you're 18. How did this trip impact your view of what you have here as compared to before you went down there? Uh. I mean, this trip was, I mean, it was, it was spent in poverty. And what I, my biggest realization while we were there is like, we're all the same people because I I met some of the kids and my first, my initiating thought was they're going to be really humbled or we're going to be really humbled and they're going to really be thankful that we're here. But they are the same people that we are. And it was, it was humbling to me because I had this idea in my head that like, we were we were like their saviors or something coming and we we just roofed their houses that was all we did um but they were so thankful but on top of that they were just normal with us and they were real and we got to make friends while we were there with some of the people that were our age and it was just it was beautiful well that's awesome owen what what impacted you about your time down in the bahamas um coming from the perspective you had had you ever been on a mission trip before? No, I've no. That was my first time leaving the country. Uh, so you leave and you're down there in the name of Jesus to help mm-hmm. people. What impacted you most? Yeah, so um, along with kind of what Jackson said, um, just going to Blackwood and being able to serve there and just um, being able to like um, hang out with the kids there and be able to, like to learn um, from them and learn some of their stories and like just get to learn like um, where they came from, like what they're doing now. Like even there's some kids our age. And we just have to learn, like, what they do, how they get along, like, how they just move along with their life. And um, it's cool to see how God has worked in the ways, in ways, like, through the kids at um, Blackwood. 
and just um, how joyful they all are, joyful spirited, just because of like the Holy Spirit that fills them. My biggest takeaway though was definitely just um, um, I think it was just a really humbling experience overall, just being able to see what other people have and seeing what I have and like being like, um, just like there's no need for me to like be jealous of others or kind of like stuff like that when I see like the conditions of other people's and other other people in other countries. So it was just a really humbling experience. Just being able to serve there was just amazing. Like I love serving there and mixing concrete, painting, doing um, roofing and stuff like that was just a blessing to do and just being able to learn um, from students that went with me and from just the uh, the community around. Well, you guys stayed in like a five-star hotel down there, yeah. right? We not at all. We did not stay in a five-star hotel. We stayed in a Bible training center with um, about 10, 10 bunk beds on for guys and girls in separate ends of the um, – in the center. So, so when you got back here and you got in a nice soft bed with nice, comfortable sheets, it, it was nice. a little different. It was very, yeah, it was very. It was, did it make you appreciate what you have here? It did make me appreciate it a lot. Yeah. Uh, can you see Addie why people who who have never been out of the country to a place like places y'all went maybe would have a skewed perspective of life? Oh, totally. It's. Um, I've been out of the country a couple other times and it's just like, it's crazy how much we take for granted. And you were in Alaska. Yeah. I didn't go out of the country this time. Well, 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 but kind of tell us what you were Mm -hmm. doing in Alaska. So, um, we mainly did, uh, food pantries and thrift shops and just going to individuals homes and helping them rebuild stuff, um, or just be there and be in community with them and just get to know them. Um, and so that's a lot of what we did since it's February, it's the middle of winter. So it was really cold. Um, it snowed every other day. So we didn't really do much outside work cause it was just too cold. Um, but we got to do a lot of just getting to know the community and the culture. And it's, it's crazy because it's so much different than you would think, even though it's in the States. Like, well, I know this is funny. It might be a funny question, but were you ministering among Eskimos or were, were they people like us? I mean, like uh, who, yeah. who were you ministering to up there? So we actually... The Eskimos are technically a Russian term, they told us, because we asked them about it, and they're like, that's Russian or whatever. Okay. And so um, there's the natives there. Um, they just, I don't even know how to explain it. They um, communicate really differently than we do. They communicate with body language and with facial expressions, um, not as much talking, which sounds strange, and it was. Um, but we got to go to this retreat, and it was like, there's so they have villages in Alaska, like tribal villages, um, and it's like, it's straight poverty um, in the people who live in those villages. And so they had this retreat for a lot of the people who live in the different villages. Um, and we got to meet a lot of them. And it's just like a totally different world of stuff that we don't even know about that goes on back there. And the only way that you can get to a lot of them is on snowmobiles. And so people will take big snowmobiles and have just a sled behind them of all this um, just different product and different supplies that the people in the villages need. Um, and so we got to help pack some of those and so that they could send them off. Mm-hmm. Um, we didn't get to go to any of the villages, which I really wish we would have, but we didn't get the opportunity to do that. So You did not get to go? Mm-mm, no. Well, so what was your big takeaway personally from that trip? I think just how big of a blessing it is, how much access we have to um, the gospel, and then just people in general who can lead us in a way that is – um, spiritually fulfilling. Um, there's a lot, they don't have a lot of opportunity there or a lot of leadership to lead them spiritually. Um, because the villages, they're just not as developed and they don't have as many people. I mean, Alaska is bigger than Texas, California, Montana combined. And there's only 700,000 people that live there. 
Um, and so there's just a lot of space with not as many people. And so a lot of people that were 25, 26 didn't, could barely articulate the gospel, um, who had been to church their whole life. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I just think it's a really big blessing of how much access we have um, down in the lower 48, just to be able to have such leadership and such accountability um, when they don't really have that. Wow. Yeah. That's good. Well, Kate, you were in Peru. Um, mm-hmm. Tell us about your time in Peru. What did you do down in Peru on your team? Um, so Peru's mission was mainly for kids. It was very kid-oriented. And so in the mornings, we would teach English English classes. And then in the afternoons, we would put on like a VBS almost. And at the towards the end of the trip, we did a kids camp with all the kids from the church that we were working with. All right. And you got a chance to interact, you told me, with some orphans down there? I did. What was that like as an orphan? ministering to orphans um it was hard and realistically these girls and boys that i had met um most of them know the older ones know that they won't get adopted because it's the reality of their life is that people and families don't want older kids and because of u.s and their abuse towards um adoption as of right now Mm -hmm. they don't let americans adopt and so it was really hard to go there and leaving there was definitely one of the hardest things i've i think had to experience and why why was it so hard because so definitely just a a god thing which is absolutely amazing um one of the days we were able to go there and make pizzas for the orphans and so we were hanging out there built like making pizzas uh ate lunch with them just kind of did life with them for that day and part of it we were ready to leave and it was our last day there and there was these three little girls i connected with and it was so sweet and yet i'm sobbing leaving these girls and yet they are comforting me and it's so amazing to see the lord's love because they know i'm going back to the u.s and going back to a family that loves me while they'll be living there and never be able to see the outside the walls of this orphanage that had to be hard well i want to pick up on that when we come back from our break we got a break Part for the news. Hey, you're listening to SWAT Radio. I'm talking to Owen Taylor, Jackson Bass, Addie Hulsey, and Kate McCary, uh, all from Link here. A great program. If you want to know more information about how your high schoolers can go to a gap year program that will give them a lot to get ready for college, www.linkyear.com, www.linkyear.com. We're going to be right back after the news with more SWAT Radio. Stay tuned. Welcome back to SWAT Radio. It's Doug McCary of His Light Ministries. It is Thursday, March 3rd, and uh, I'm real excited to have four young people from really uh, a generation that's going to really have a tough time out in the world living out the gospel in light of the way we are headed as a culture. And um, I'm just real encouraged with their responses. I hope you are if you're listening out there. And if you have a high schooler who's about to graduate 
or maybe they've already graduated. They're kind of not knowing what to do about college or working and not sure where to go or what to do. Link Year is a great program to help them get a Christian worldview before they really get out into the world. And it's uh, you can find out more information by going to www.linkyear.com. That's www.linkyear.com. And you know, in fact, if your if your children have graduated high school and they're they've already been accepted at a college, what I've heard from Adam uh, Donier, one of the leaders there, is that they've had kids come there who were accepted, who deferred, who ended up getting more scholarship money after going through Link here because it so prepares them and helps them to be able to go into college. So it's a really great program. You can just go to that website, send them uh, questions if you have them. Uh, you can write me at Doug at SWATradio.com. I'm happy to direct you to Adam or to uh, Adam Martin or Adam uh, Donier. But go to the website. It's a great program. And, Kate, I was talking to you before the break. Kate's my daughter, by the way, if you're just mm-hmm. tuning in. And, uh, by the way, if you're just tuning in and you don't know what SWAT stands for, this is SWAT Radio. SWAT stands for Spiritual Warriors advancing truth and i have four young warriors right here that have just been in other countries and i've been asking them uh well Addie was in alaska which is like another country because you go up there it's just so far removed from the continental united states but they were all ministering in tough areas and kate was sharing before the break about going to peru ministering to orphans and she herself being an orphan but Kate, you were an orphan who were rescued. You was you were rescued mm-hmm. with your sisters that we adopted, and you were saying how hard it was to leave, mm-hmm. knowing that they probably wouldn't be. What was your biggest takeaway from your time down there? You were down there a long time, almost a month, like all it of was. It. So, what was your big takeaway from that trip? Um, not only just the love of the Lord and being able to come, just like grasp that, but also the simplicity of the gospel. I think. Um, in today's society, in today's church, we overcompensate over, almost to add, compensate or complicate. Comp, comp, mm, both. I mean, <laughs> complicate. Let's let's go yeah. with that word. Sounds right. Um, <laughs> but adding lights and like flashy stuff and the music. But the church that we were sitting in, it's just the side. It's just a tiny like little like hut almost that we were sitting in with like ten. You mean the church building. The church building. Yeah. At, which it wasn't a building. It was just someone's home that we were just sitting in their driveway with like 20 plastic chairs. So wait, you're saying that you can actually have a church gathering without flashy lights? I know. Isn't that crazy? (gasps) Wow. (laughs) America complicates it a lot. Really? Um, But we're just sitting. Because the church is the people, right? It really is the people. And having the simplicity of the gospel shown to you and also breaking down, like something I get to look forward to with my Peruvian brothers and sisters is that, when I get to heaven... Wait, you got Peruvian brothers and sisters I know. Now? Isn't that crazy? <laughs> I know. Um, but I get to look forward to one day going to heaven and breaking down the language barrier and, like, not even just, like, diversity, but, like, you... Like, there's so... Like, we are such a brother and sisterhood outside of America, and so now being able to do that in, um, like, taking back what I learned about just, like, simply looking at our creator and saying... you you sent your son and he died for us because I'm a broken sinner. And that's just so cool within that. And so I get to now rejoice with my brothers and sisters in Peru one day, if I don't get to go back. But also I think what's so crazy is that realistically, because I like to slack off. I wait, you're a slacker. 
Yeah, you know, Dad, I hate to tell you, you grew up with me for 18 years, and you had to find that out now. But truthfully, the SWAT guys really supported me and even other people within it, but I know a lot of them do listen, and I just want to say thank you because without the Lord moving through y'all, um, I couldn't have done the work that he allowed me to do, and it really is special that I have I have my dad who supports me and then his men who have also come behind me and have helped me and sent me because it was completely not i was not able to do it without you guys so just well, thank you and, that. and you know kate what's so awesome about my swat guys too i call them my swat guys my swat <laughs> brothers mm-hmm. is they didn't just give money they prayed they were guys mm-hmm. that were asking me every time i saw them have you heard from kate have you heard from Kate? one of them is 92 three years old and he was asking about you other people they they were praying for you uh, they cared for you. And I want to tell each one of you guys something, because each one of you went to people that were impoverished. Each one of you, whether it was Alaska, Bahamas, or that, in God's word in Matthew 25, he says, God says, come you who are blessed by my father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. For I was hungry and you gave me food. I was thirsty. You gave me drink. I was a stranger. You welcomed me. I was naked. You clothed me. I was sick. You visited me. I was in prison. You came to me. And the righteous will answer saying, Lord, when did we see you hungry and feed you or thirsty and give you drink? And when did we see you a stranger and welcome you or naked and clothe you? And when did we see you in sick and in prison and visit you? And the king will answer, truly, I say to you, as you did it to one of the least of these, my brothers, in the Bahamas, in Alaska, in Peru, you did it to me. And that's a beautiful thing because sometimes you don't see the results of what you do. I want to tell you all a story real quick, and then I want to go back and ask you. We used to go to Russia, my wife and I, and we would take Bibles over there, and we would do trips like you went on. And I would take Bibles, and I would share the gospel in these orphanages and Kate, you may remember this story. I don't even know if you remember it, but I went to one village over in Russia and and gave away kids' Bibles and shared the gospel and didn't think anything about it. I mean, we just loved on the kids. One day I get a call from Tennessee, and it's a lady who adopted a child from Russia who knows who Jesus is. And this lady's a believer, and she said, my son has a Bible that you gave him And he loves Jesus because you guys shared with him. And that Bible is his favorite possession. Now, and you never, I would, you never know that that was years later, but there, she tracked me down through the name in the Bible and, and, and wanted to let me know how cool is that? So you don't know in Peru, Alaska, Mm -hmm. the Bahamas, how that's going to impact you. And I'm just so grateful for what God is doing through you guys, um, Owen, where do you where do you go next? Link here is almost up. You got one month. It's okay. It's okay. Where where do, where do you go next? Yeah. So at the moment, I am I still do not know what I want to do next year. I've been praying about it a lot. I've had other people that have been praying for me, but um, let me I, ask you a question. Yeah. But to interrupt you, um, before Link here, would you have prayed about it? No. 
Probably <laughs> so not. that's a big change, right? Yeah. Because yeah. yeah, you want God to show you where to go. Yeah. So that's a cool thing. Yeah. So I don't know if I'm going to take the direction of it could be college, it could be a trade school, it could just be just working. I, I still have no idea what I want to do yet or – or what, what he I'm, wants you to do. Or what he wants, yeah, what he wants me to do, yeah. 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 No, because praying, you're looking for direction, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So people, if you're listening, you can pray for Owen. Lift him up. Just ask God for discernment for him on what God would have him do. What about you, uh, Jackson? So next step for me, uh, Linker actually has partnership with a few colleges, which is uh, John Brown University, Dallas Baptist University, and Grand Canyon University. Oh, uh, all good schools. All good schools. Uh, and before coming to Linkier, I had no idea what Grand Canyon or John Brown universities <laughs> were, e- either of them. Uh, and I applied to my set of colleges, uh, and then the there was a lady that came to speak with us about Grand Canyon University. And beforehand, I was like, no, I, I don't want to go here. This is just a school I've never heard before. I don't want anything to do with it. And now I'm going there next year. Uh, where are you going now? Grand Canyon going, University. Oh, that's a great school. Oh, yeah. One of our closest friends' kids go out there, so that's a great school. So pray for Jackson as he transitions to Grand Canyon University. What about you, Addie? Yeah, so um, I'm actually moving back home and planning to work for my dad um, and then hopefully get a job in my church in ministry. Um, I love leading worship, and I love just being in ministry, and so hopefully that'll be the plan for when I go back. She's well, really good at it. So you can pray for Addie. Uh, that God might open up a door for her to minister through worship. That's yeah, awesome. Sure. Well, Catherine Grace, what about you, Kate? You know, Dad, I'm just going to live with you forever. <laughs> well, definitely pray for Kate, Yikes. okay? If you're listening Yikes. to this, pray. Okay, no, okay. No. pump your brakes. Pump your brakes. Um, so, I mean, if you asked me before, I was hoping to go to Liberty and major in criminal psychology and then hopefully work with an organization that prevents sex trafficking, which is still one of my dreams. I thought you wanted to be an FBI agent. Hey, Dad, you know, I also still want to do that. Don't worry, don't worry, don't worry, Dad. I'll still live the dream of that. Um, but also, I have now, I grew up going to summer camp at Cannon Cook and then was blessed with the opportunity to work all last summer and I'm working all this summer. And I would also just love to work for Cannon Cook the rest of my life. You sounds, like that, don't sounds you? Sounds crazy. And I think people look at me with a bizarre look of like, you want to work at a summer camp? No, it is so much more than that. Um, I would just, I would love to stay in Branson and work with Canacuck. And Canacuck is in Branson, it Missouri. It is in Branson, Missouri. And they have a few. Uh, and tell people in who are listening who just hear Canacuck and don't know what Canacuck is. So Canacuck is a summer camp. It's in Branson, Missouri, as I said before. It's basically like a sporting christian camp that allows you to just grow in your faith but also gain connections and just watch other kids from around the world essentially come and learn about their faith and so there's different campuses that are dedicated to different age there's age like groups. nine camps maybe it's like not i think it's six or yeah. seven campuses yeah. um I mean, me, ages six all the six way up to 18, right? To 18. Yeah. Also, there's a family camp. And a family camp. camp. And family, family camp, camp, too. Yeah. And so I'll be working this summer at KA, which is Kids Across America, which is for inner city kids. And then I'll be working at KA Country, which is from ages six to 11 for a week. And then Addie will be working at the high school camp, and Jackson will be working at the family camp. And so, so you guys are all working there, huh? Yeah. Wow. Pretty much. All that's summer a, long. That's great. And I love it. And I would just, I would love to stay in Branson and work. With so them. pray for Kate. To, as she transitions, hopefully, to working for Canacuck Camps, uh, that's what I'm praying. Not that's that I I'm don't praying. want her to be here with me, but no, I... No, it's fine, Dad. You're pushing yeah. me out. I get it. <laughs> no. You're kicking me out already. Hey, well, listen, 
We got one more segment after this break. You've been listening to uh, Owen J- uh, Taylor, Jackson Bass, Addie Hussley, Hulsey. Sorry, I knew I was going to mess that up. Addie Hulsey and Kate McCary on SWAT Radio. It's Guest Thursday. I got four outstanding Link Year um, participants who love it. And if you want to hear this or any past program, you can go to www.swatradio.com and click on Past Programs link and listen to this. It'll be posted uh, pretty soon. We're going to be right back with our last segment after this break on SWAT Radio. This program has the potential to reach millions of men each week. If you'd like to learn how you can support this unique program that is helping men understand the truth about Jesus through God's Word and how to impact their lives and the lives of others, then go to www.swatradio.com. Then click on the donate link to help SWAT Radio pass on the truth for the next generation. SWAT Radio is brought to you in part by Ace Door and Window Service, Inc. Ace Door and Window Service, Inc. is a full-service sales door and window installation company. Both of the owners are licensed contractors and are involved in the daily operations of the company. All of their trucks are company-owned and fully equipped. Their mission is to provide Jacksonville and the surrounding area with door and window replacement services. To learn more, call 904-701-3667. That's 904-701-DOOR. Or online at www.acedoor.com. Why you ever chose me has always been a mystery. All my life I've been told I belong. At the end of the line, will all the other not quite? Will all the never get it right? But it turns out they're the ones you were looking for all this time. Cause I'm just a no. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to SWAT Radio. It's Doug McCary of His Light Ministries. And um, I am, uh, oh, we got a call, Steve? Somebody calling in? Maybe we got a call. Uh, I didn't think we were going to take calls today, but maybe I'll take a call. Maybe somebody has a question for you, Kate. Or maybe somebody has a question for you, Addy, or you, Action, or you. This is the last segment. You know, Kate and I kid around a lot. Uh, I'm very proud of you, Kate, and what you're doing. No, I am. (laughs) I am. We we. I didn't Kate, mean to laugh. No, we we, oh, we kid her. We Kate and I. Kate's my action movie partner. We watch. Yeah, we we, uh, we 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 okay. We do have a question. Oh, welcome to SWAT wow. Radio. Who is it? Yeah, this is Bubba from Lubbock, Texas. Bubba, oh, that's my and, freaking dad. Oh my goodness, <laughs> Bubba! This is are are you Action Jackson's dad? Yeah, but mom's action part. I'm just dad. Oh my goodness! Well, uh, well, thanks for calling in. I've uh, really enjoyed getting to know your son as he spent a little time here. Uh, did you have a comment or a question for him, or did you just? Oh, no, I just uh, wanted to call in and tell him that we're proud of him, me and his mom, and uh, I'm enjoying your show. It's kind of fun. Well, good. Well, I I thank you for listening. Hopefully. You know, we, we're, we're on every day from uh, Monday through Friday, 2 to 3, your time. And you can stream us live and on there. And uh, I'm happy to have him on today. It's been a pleasure getting to talk to him. So you got anything you want to say to your dad? Hey, dad. 
<laughs> well, seriously, thank you for uh, sharing them with us here, and I'm glad that uh, you uh, you called in. Thank you so much for building into him. I'm encouraged with this next generation, what God's doing. So absolutely, tell Mom I absolutely. said hi. <laughs> I will. And oh, oh, and he said send more money too. Okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That okay. helps. Sure. Anything helps. <laughs> no, no, seriously, thank you for calling. We we sure appreciate right. it, and uh, keep us lifted up in your prayers. Okay. Okay. All thank right. you. Take care. Well, um, that was on. That was nice. That was random, <laughs> wasn't it? I knew something like that was going to happen. Well, that's funny. Well, um, you know, I, I, I do. I want to say a couple of things. You know, I was talking about me and Kate, and you know, Kate, Kate and I. I Kate is my been my action partner, my action and movie favorite. partner. <laughs> and, you know, she, she would say favorite. Um, but I, I really do. I want to go around and ask you guys some questions real quick. We got another call? Oh, Adam. No Adam. Way. Adam. <gasps> Adam. Okay, Adam. No I, this, is this Adam Martin from camp? This is this is Adam Martin, Katie Gleavy, S.J. Moore. We're all listening to the radio guys. show. Wow. Oh my wow, God. that's awesome. Wait, who else? S.J. and Adam. Katie Gleavy. So I, uh, I am so excited. We have been talking about uh link year and the uh the march 17th preview and kate and ellie and action jackson and owen uh thank you for what you've done there adam it's awesome well i am so proud again just like jackson's dad of those students and just what they have done and how they have added to this program right there's uh, not, I don't know if I could say that about every single student in our program, but those those young men and women have just done a great job on the mission trips and then also specifically, I mean, just throughout the entire year. They, they add so much value, and um, we're super proud of them. Well, well, Adam, while I got you on the phone, I, I, want, I have one more question for you, uh, Adam. Um, if somebody out there is thinking about coming to camp, when is the application period and when is it over? Like for next year, for 2022, anybody wants to come in the fall, when is it over? When do, when do y'all stop taking applications? It opens uh, uh, the summer before, right? Okay. So it opened last summer for this fall, if that makes sense. Okay, yeah. So the summer, the whole year and summer before their uh, year would start. So uh the last day that students can apply is typically around two weeks before um the move-in day so okay so y'all are still taking applications for 2022 then right we are all the way up until around the first or second week of august okay well good and uh, i just told everybody to go to linkyear.com and and while we have you on the phone one last thing for you how can we pray for Linkier and your leaders there and what y'all are doing? Yeah, that's a good question. I mean, I have, uh, you know, kind of the office coordinator and the admissions coordinator in here right now. And as we're kind of wrapping up this year, we want to make sure the last six weeks of this year, right, that we pour everything we have. This is kind of the sweet spot, right, where the students and the relationships and everything, it's just clicking. And so just really making sure – uh, that, that this year finishes out well. And then even as we're already in the thick of interviewing students for next year, that he can, can, continues to give us kind of guidance on staffing for next year, but then also, you know, the which 
students the Lord's going to bring us for next year. And, and Adam, um, if people like wanted to help you guys, I, I don't even know, you know, I haven't even asked this. I know people pay to send their kids there. Do you guys get donations to help people with scholarships and stuff that maybe couldn't afford? Cause it, there's a cost involved in going there, right? There is, and there's actually quite a few of our students that are on scholarship, and so it's a gigantic blessing. I mean, we put a lot of effort in trying to raise scholarships to allow students who normally wouldn't have the opportunity to come to be able to be here. So uh, all of that information is on our website, our spring preview, application for next year, staffing for next year, and then also the opportunity to donate. All of that money, every penny of it goes to a scholarship for students who will be coming uh, in the fall, and we would we would greatly appreciate their help. That's great. Well, Adam, thank you, thank you for calling in. I really appreciate it. that. Was a big surprise, uh, and uh, I think Kate said your favorite student is here. Uh, it's me. <laughs> it's definitely not. not. <laughs> she wanted to say not. hi to you. Hi, and Katie, <laughs> and SJ. Hey guys. Oh my gosh. Adam, you got them all smiling. They're all smiling here. We'll be back on Monday. Yeah, we'll be we'll be in class. I'm excited. Adam, we'll be in class. All right. Well, Adam, thanks for calling in. I appreciate you calling and uh, thanks for doing such a good job with all those kids out there, man. Hey, Owen. Owen, make good choices. Oh, well, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Oh, my yes, sir. Gosh. That's funny. All right. Yes, well, sir. that was awesome. Thanks, Adam. Oh wow! What what? Uh, oh, we got one more. Who who else is on the phone? We got somebody else. Who, who who's on the phone? Hi, this is Katie. I'm Owen. Oh, it's mom. my mom. Owen's hey, mom. Yeah. Hey, mom. <laughs> wow. Hey, girls. Hey, Jackson. Hey, Katie. Hey, <laughs> mom. Wow. Jackson's dad called, so I feel like I have to pipe in too. Oh my goodness! Well, <laughs> hey, as a parent. Real quick, what has it meant to you to see Owen go through what he's gone through there? Um, it's amazing. I also, I'm so thankful for the leadership there and um, the accountability that they're teaching these kids is so important. And we've just looked around and there's, we live in a college town and a lot of his friends are in college, but they're so lost. Mm-hmm. So I'm thankful for this opportunity for him that he gets some solid ground um, no matter what the next step is and you know Owen, we are so proud of you and god is faithful he will show you the next step he is he has always been faithful his hand has been on you since day one and he won't leave you son Mm. but i am i am with adam in that and make good choices (laughs) thanks mom (laughs) well that's good well well we've been enjoying having him here and uh thank you Uh, thanks for calling in and uh you know, yes, thank uh, you. His brother Tyler is with me. We're driving home from school. Can you say hi real quick? Yes, real. Yeah, he can. Okay. Hi, Owen. What up, Tyler? <laughs> Love you, man. <laughs> that's great. Right, we'll let you get back to it. Hey, we love you. Hey, Thanks for hosting him. Sorry, yeah, he probably ate all your food. No, that's all right. We will see you at graduation. Okay. Absolutely. See you. Right, right. Yeah, that's great. Take well, care. All right. So. All right. All right. Well, man, that was awesome. Three quick surprises. Well, we have two minutes. So. 30-second answers for this question, okay? Because you have people listening out there that have teenagers, okay? Teenagers that may be struggling, teenagers that may be going through a hard time, and as parents who love the Lord, who also love their kids, what would you say to them to best help navigate through that time? 
from your perspective now on this side of high school? Um, I would definitely just say um, keep being persistent but not, like, pushy about it and just um, um, give them, like, responsibility to, like, make their faith their own and don't try to force anything on them in a way. Um, but, like, over time, just keep praying for them and just it's going to take a lot of patience, but they'll they'll get on the right track. Okay, action. Oh, well, let me just real quick tell you about my friend Owen. Uh, like just as an encouragement to anybody else, when Owen first got there, I did not like him because of the choices that he made in the crowd that he ran with. I mean, but he was such an encouragement because he came to know the Lord while he was at Linkier, like he said, and nobody's more surprised or more proud of him except for maybe his mom than I am about the transition. So be patient and wait on the Lord. All right, that's good. Addy? Yeah, I'd have to agree with that. And just, I mean, Linkier is a great way for that to be possible and just encourage your kids and be like, just be vocal about how much you love them, how much you care about them, and just um, be proud out of them yeah all right kate um the hard truth about the our life is that when you die nothing's going to matter but what you did for the kingdom and if you think that your kid's going to go off automatically and learn to grow in their faith without really the foundation of what the lord's really given them then i think great have full faith but also i grew up in a church and a pastor's home and didn't get that um and still needed it so i think do it without a doubt okay well we got one more quick call we got about 30 seconds who's on the line Hello? This is Heather Holsey. Oh, my Heather! I know it's going to be That is mine. Well, you got 30 seconds. Listen, I know y'all got to go, but I just had to call and tell you guys that I love every one of you. I'm so proud of you and your world changers. Jesus loves you. Thanks. They are They are world changers. And hey, if, share this program with people that have teenagers in high school before they go to college. Get them into a Christian Linkier program so they can get a good worldview. You've been listening to SWAT Radio. I've had Owen, Taylor, Jackson Bass, Addie Hulsey, and Kate McCary. For more information on Linkier, go to linkyear.com, L-I-N-K-Y-E-A-R.com. We'll be back tomorrow. i got a great interview tomorrow. You don't want to miss it on SWAT Radio. Have a great evening. We'll see you tomorrow. If you missed a SWAT radio broadcast this week and would like to hear any show in its entirety, then go to SWATradio.com. Click on Past Shows, where you can listen to the broadcast. Also, if you're looking for a band of brothers that gather around God's Word to be a part of, then go to SWATradio.com and email one of our hosts, and they can get you plugged in to one of the local SWAT Bible studies. Tune in next time to explore how SWAT radio is strengthening spiritual